Radio. What up, what up, what up, though? What's poppin'? Episode 65 in the it's, house. Wait, 65, 64? Isn't it? I don't know. Well, hold on, wait. <laughs> I'm not, I'm... 64. 64. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. It's these delicious drinks what it's I'm one, today. I told you, bro. What <laughs> <laughs> I was scared after you had the first one and you go, I feel, I feel it already. <laughs> Listen, y'all may or may not see us pass out on camera and or walk away. <laughs> if you are looking on camera, no, you are not seeing doubles. <laughs> there are uh, four bottles of liquor on the table and some other like sweet stuff. Yeah, yeah. The the drink this week, man, it might be a little intimidating, but uh, it's delicious, man. This is this is a, a a cocktail lovers cocktail, man. Do it, man. Do it. Hit them. Hit the people with it. Listen, this week, man, we got something called a uh, Vu Carré. That that's the name of it, Vu Carré. It's not spelled that way, so we'll throw it down on IG so you guys can see because it doesn't sound like how it should be spelled. Uh, but it, it's a drink, man, from New Orleans, man. I spent the weekend in New Orleans, uh, me and the wife, and uh, had a great time. New Orleans is one of my favorite cities in the world. Um, and the drink is inspired, man, by, uh, uh, there's a, there's a bar in New Orleans called the, um, the Carousel Bar. It's in a hotel called Hotel, uh, Hotel Montelion or Montelon, depending on how you pronounce it, because they have all the French fucking pronunciations, everything. Oh, but, that's right. Um, so the, uh, the hotel, the, the drink was invented by a, a man named, uh, Walter Bergeron, I believe, uh, in 1930s. And um, New Orleans is very much considered to be one of the places that kind of originated the cocktail, like mixing drinks together. I mean, we know, obviously, through the beginning of time, there's people doing stuff, but there are certain drinks out of New Orleans that are like as hundreds of years old that you can trace back, like the Sazerac and uh, and this Vucare. Vucare, I think in French, loosely translates to like something square, which was what they called the French Quarter. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, so, so there's a place called the Carousel Bar. The Carousel Bar is literally a carousel. Um, it, it, there's seats of it that are these animals that are like a giraffe and I think it's a lion and the bar itself looks like a carousel, like a merry-go-round. Um, okay. and it spins while you're sitting there. So hold on. So you, you actually go around or the bar moves around? No, you. So the stools are sitting on something right. and the stools move around the bar very, very slowly. It's of fine when yeah. you initially yeah. sit <laughs> a few drinks in, it's probably a pretty trippy. I didn't sit at the spinning bar cause I know better. So does um, the bar go around with you, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you put your drink down, your drink is traveling along with you. The whole thing, yeah. Rotates. So okay, the whole okay. thing rotates really, really slow. It's a really cool bar. One of the kind of icons of New Orleans, if you ever go there, if you ever Google like things to do in New Orleans, it's one of the things that comes up in like the top five. Um, you have to do it. If you're a, uh, I'm obviously a an avid kind of cocktail drinker. I like to try different stuff. Um, so this is a drink that was invented by a bartender there in the 1930s. Um, the bar's super cool. The thing still turns. It's the original mechanisms and all that from the 1930s yeah. on the carousel. Yeah. So you talk about this thing is almost 100 years old. It still gets packed. Um, so we had pretty decent seats because we made it at a decent time, but there was like a, a, a you know line of people waiting to get in and sit down because you know they have live music, they have some of the best kind of like mixologists in the city. They have and uh, the the mixologists like the bartenders are like old timey New Orleans. They're like these seventy year old guys, you know, yep. mixing your drinks and stuff. Uh, you know, a couple of young ones sprinkled in, but you really get to see like the. Kind of like the heart of that city, man. The and um, the seasoned veterans, man, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, and so this drink, Vucare, uh, uh, yeah, it might scare you a little bit with the ingredients right now. It, I, I will say right now, if you're not a fan of, uh, I, I call it like a cocktail lover's cocktail because it's really it's a mix between like a sazerac and an old fashioned. If you're into like 
the 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 fruity drinks poolside yeah, kind of like, thing like, is like not going to be your thing. Yeah, like if you don't want to taste the alcohol, this is not for you. This is not for you. Now, if you want to get lit one drink in, <laughs> <laughs> and you can appreciate kind of like the different flavors of the different drink, this is it. I, I, and I'm going to try to remember everything. Um, but so basically, it's about half an ounce to three quarters ounce of a rye whiskey. Pick your rye. Uh, we picked today like a whistle pig six year, but um, you can do pretty much any rye whiskey will work. If you can find Sazerac rye in your city, it would make it a little more authentic to kind of the New Orleans style of okay. it. Um, you do another half ounce to three fourth ounce of something called Benedictine. Um, Dom what makes that? it. I, I've never heard of it. It's a liqueur. Okay. Um, the only drink that I've ever seen come up, it's this one. So I'm gonna look up some stuff, man, to play around with that because we got a bottle now. So I'm like, all right, we got to find some other exactly. stuff to do with it. Um, another half ounce to three quarters of an ounce of vermouth. Um, cognac. So same. So the same. Uh, you're basically doing this like four or five different times, and then a cognac. So we we use honey, but any cognac will work. And then you do a dash of Peychaud's bitters. Um, which is here, uh, if you're watching the video, uh, it's bitters. They're very, uh, these bitters are authentic kind of to New Orleans. They're, they're New Orleans, uh, company. They breed and then Angostura bitters, which is like your typical bitters that you would find in a supermarket. Um, the Peychaud's bitter, if you have a, a, like a local liquor store, they may carry that. Um, I know here, like a Total Wine carries it. Um, ABC carries it. Occasionally Publix will carry it. So your supermarket might have it. Um, but that's a very unique bitter. It doesn't taste like the other bitter. So it is important that you get that one as well. Well, but it is like a New Orleans kind of staple. Um, but it, yeah, anyway, it's a dash of each. We'll put the recipe up on Instagram. Um, I, I, as you heard, it's a lot of alcohol. It's like four different types of alcohol, almost an ounce a piece. Don't forget the cherry, man. And then, oh yeah, and then the uh, Luxardo cherry, which Sean is all in on. <laughs> <laughs> I even had Juan put some of the, the the cherry syrup in there. That's right. So we did mix. Uh, uh, Sean suggested we mix some of that syrup because the Luxardo cherries are essentially. Um, fermented in this like syrup that they do i can't remember what the syrup's called right now but it makes it, it makes that cherry it takes it from a maraschino cherry to a uh, maraschino whatever however you pronounce right. that but to to this so this luxardo cherry which is specifically made for cocktails in italy um yeah, so but it changes so the whole flavor not, profile of the cherry. yeah it's not red it's it's no longer no. red it's more like a very like a almost like a like a dark grape almost like yes. a small like a burnt yeah it almost looks burnt it's like a blackish like a prune color yeah. i guess would be the best way but yeah yeah you throw that cherry in there i know some people also do a uh like a slice of a lemon wedge or not a lemon wedge a lemon peel to flavor this which did make a difference some people do both which i think next time we're gonna do both because i think it, it i like that that um that weird citrusy and then it hits you with this really bold like flavors of the other stuff in here but this drink is amazing um it will wreck you. I'll tell you right now, it's one of those you're not gonna do like all day of this because <laughs> you're just not. We're like two in. I, yeah. Listen, I might be, I might say some reckless shit today. Just be forewarned. <laughs> it's kind of like a Long Island where, where you have several liquors, right? Where you're not gonna do that all day long. Um, but th this is really good. And again, if it's something that if you guys like to taste your liquor, like I can really picture this. I like having a cigar. Absolutely. With this, like that, that I, 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 pretty that sure would I did. Be yeah. Phenomenal. Um, but oh, yeah, it's a great nightcap drink, man. It's a good like, a, hey, I want to sit outside. I want to I want to wind down. You said I want to have a cigar wind down. I want this, this drink is perfect for that, man. It, it's so good. I love it. I, but I love old fashions. I love Sazerac's. I love those um those really bold, like flavorful drinks where you get like these like really distinct flavors from. So um, I love it. Um, I knew it was going to be like a hit or miss thing, I think, when we yep. show. But 
Listen, if you're into trying something different, definitely give this a shot. We'll put up everything on IG so that you guys can see every ingredient, how much of it. Um, so if you want to try it yourself, it's cool. Um, so a lot of this stuff you might already have with the rye and the cognac. Um, you may need to end up buying the, the bitters, the Benedictine and, and the vermouth. Um, I, I want to say between the vermouth, you can get a small one of each and you might spend 40 bucks on both like combined. Um, if you buy the bigger bottles, like we have the bigger bottles, I think the vermouth runs in the 20s maybe and then this one runs in like the mid 30s so you're i mean it, it's not a it's not like a pocket uh, uh breaker there so yeah and i would imagine i mean it's because you're putting so little of each you know and in, in, in the drink the these bottles will last you a while absolutely yeah and in the bitters like i said angus through bitters you can find anywhere um the regular angus through but the pay is bitter I, I think amazon even has these actually um that you really? can get them and i think they have them on prime yeah so um we have the 10 ounce one um they go anywhere from 10 to 20 bucks depending on who sells it but again it's not like a big like um like a pocket breaker so and you'll get bitters last forever this this thing here might last me more than a year so and i make a lot of old-fashioned so you're talking about someone i use that in a lot of the shit that i make when i'm by myself bitters last me a long time i think that bottle i have like maybe three or four other bitters bottles that i've had for years they don't go bad but those it's them. almost like a dash right like a yes, dash of it that's why it lasts forever it's literally a dash yeah so some people do two or three listen you're gonna do the one and it's gonna feel like it's not a lot it's it enough. is yeah yeah if you do it with them without it you'll go oh okay that changes the flavor profile entirely and then obviously start experimenting do it to taste some people like the two or three or like to soak it you know yep. but so that, yeah so that's the drink folks um Welcome back. I need we need to hit you with that first because we had a lot to go over on that on that drink. Welcome to episode sixty four of the Carbon Footprint. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, um, definitely have a couple of drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things that are making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. So you have heard what is on the menu for today. So um, actually, with that man, I don't know if you want me to hit me with your Carbon Footprint. Uh, listen, I will just because mine's a little. Uh on the negative we side, gonna, and then you can positive. We're gonna it. go, yeah. We're gonna bring it. We're gonna bring it home with the positive. We're gonna let Juan start <laughs> with the petty first. Listen, I, so obviously spent spent the weekend in New Orleans. New Orleans is it's like one of my favorite cities. It's amazing. If you guys have never been, uh, if you love food, if you love drinking, hit up New Orleans. Unfortunately, on my way to New Orleans, I was forced to take a, a spirit flight. You, if you listen to the show at all, you will know how much I absolutely hate Spirit Airlines. Like, listen, I would rather you strap me to the outside of a Delta flight and I'll take my chances. <laughs> like, I fucking hate Spirit. But I only took this one. And I don't know if it's the environment we're in, but it was the only airline that can get me there nonstop. It's like an hour and a half flight from here. It's an right. hour 20 going, depending if you catch the jet stream or whatever, it's an hour 20. So um, and an hour 50 at most or an hour 55 or something if it's. But anyway, so everything else had like a six seven hour layover and it was taking me forever so i was like you know what i'll suck it up you can drive yeah i sucked it up i've dude i avoid spirit at all costs uh and they reminded me of why i avoided at all costs this trip if you guys don't watch the news uh over the weekend and i want to say this number a lot of it pertains to just orlando the city that we're based out of but spirit had to cancel over 200 flights and delay about 68 of them I was on two of those delayed <laughs> six flights. Uh, I fucking hate spirit. Look, for one, I hate that they delayed me like 40 minutes at a time. 
you know, so so if you tell me my flight's delayed five or six hours and, and I can make a decision whether or not I want to go sit in the airport and wait, right? Like I could have sat home, waited to take off. But no, my flight was initially delayed like an hour, maybe two when I left my house. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I left later. I, could, I got to stay home longer. Get there. And then they delay it 40 minutes. And then they tell us it's because they're waiting for a flight attendant. As if you don't know where this flight attendant is coming from, right? So this is like midnight. Then like 40 minutes go by where they tell us we're going to take off at like, let's say 1240. And then they go, oh, it's delayed another 40 minutes because we're waiting for the flight attendant. I'm like, what? Did she hit traffic in the air? Like, what the fuck's going on? I wonder if the whole, because you said they they delayed it 40 minutes three times. Oh, way more. So I wonder if that is like, is the the 40 minutes sort of the standard? Because it's less than an hour. So it appears good, right? So if you're the passenger, just from from appearance wise, you go like, "Uh, it's it's not an hour. So not a big deal. We'll wait. And it just, unfortunately, they, they just kept keep doing, doing it. To and you then guys. they're shitty about communication. Sorry, guys, we're still waiting for the flight attendant, you know, and then they push it back again and then they push it back again and then they push it back. I like this happened up until a little over 3 a.m. before wow. we finally took off local time. Uh, so where I thought I was, I was originally supposed to land in New Orleans at 11 p.m. local time. Okay. They're an hour behind us. I landed in New Orleans. It was probably almost 5 a.m. local time. Um, so I lost the night because New Orleans is very much like Vegas where you, you could land at 11 PM. That's a whole day in Vegas. If, yeah, if you know what you're doing. So yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so it pretty much just took the day. Um, and I think you, I think what bothered me the most, man, is their lack of communication. Also, you can, you can clearly feel that they're, they're feeling the constraints of the, uh, the labor shortage, I guess that they're having. Okay. Then don't fucking book this. And I think this is why I had a, such a tough time. So I tried to book a trip to multiple places. Um, and then we ultimately wound up settling on New Orleans because it was like, all right, we've been there. We love the city. Um, I could get a direct flight, even though I had to suck it up and do the spirit. Uh, so we did it that way, but everyone else had these weird times or everyone else had layovers. And I suspect that this is, and normally flights that I can get, you know, direct flights to no problem. They all had like delays and then they were long. Like the layovers were six hours, five hours, four hours. Like it was ridiculous. So cities that would take me two, three hours to get to, because we wanted to spend as much, because it was a weekend trip, we wanted to spend as much time in that city as possible and not traveling. Um, so I suspect what all the other smart airlines did was they just said, listen, this is all we have available. So all we can do is all we can pull off and still keep you happy. Not Spirit, bro. Spirit had an abundance yeah. of flights going on, but clearly they're incapable of pulling that off. I was fucking livid. Listen, I started to suspect about three and a half hours in that maybe Bin Laden wasn't a terrorist, bro. Maybe he was on a Spirit flight and he done been lost mad. his shit, bro. He just fucking lost it, bro. I go, I'm starting to buy into these conspiracy theories. I don't <laughs> think this guy was a bad guy at all. I think they put him on a Spirit flight. Like, I'm going to go live in a cave and make my life journey to uh, <sighs> fly planes into buildings. So bad, dude. And then the people who are communicating from Spirit, bro, uh, like the, they're talking on a mic and you go, please take that person away from the mic. Like the shit they would say, it would be like giving me a mic now. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, motherfuckers, this shit is delayed. <laughs> we waiting for somebody, you know what I mean? Um, they'll be here soon. <laughs> like this is what it was like. It was so so did you did you talk to anybody? I, did you get on social media? I get, you do, I get Twitter fingers when that shit happens, okay, bro. Okay, okay. And uh uh so I did tweet at Spirit and then you know it took them four days to respond because uh I clearly people don't work in the marketing department right what now. Did you tell them? <laughs> I should probably read the tweet verbatim. Um, so, <laughs> so I tweeted at Spirit. This is me waiting inside of the airport, 
And I just kind of started a conversation. I was like, things I'd like to do before I f- ever fly spirit again. One, lick the flagpole from a Christmas story. <laughs> the cold one, the frozen one. <laughs> the, cro- the cold frozen <laughs> one with my tongue will get stuck. Two, open a daycare with Casey Anthony. Shout out Casey Anthony. We know her personally. We might be able to make that happen. And <laughs> Did you go to school with her? We did. We went to high school with Casey Anthony. <laughs> so... My wife went to elementary, middle, and high school with Casey Anthony. So, and uh, where the whole body was found is literally like blocks away from my mother in law's house. So, like, really? yeah, very So, I can make this happen. I can open a daycare tomorrow with Casey Anthony. We wanted to figure <laughs> this out. We could do it. And then, three, I put have a drink made by Bill Cosby. Seeing as now he's out, I think he should open a cocktail bar. <laughs> <laughs> did you see his new dance? <laughs> no, he had they, to they, dance. No, there's like a dance out because of what he did after they. They were like filming him, like walking down the street after he got released, mm-hmm. and he and he, you know he has that little like funny like uh, ch- Jello pudding pop face <laughs> when he has that thing, and he's like and he like looks to the left and then like looks to the right, and there's like a whole dance craze on no! that shit. I haven't seen that. Was he like giddy? Was he giddy? Was he happy when he's getting out? I mean, I'm assuming he was, right? Because all, he oh, he he maintained his his innocence the entire time. He did, bro. He, he did. stuck by his fucking guns, guns, and it paid man. off for him, bro. And Felicia Rashad stuck to his side too. God damn, bro. And he, he, listen, yo, Bill, make me a drink, bro. I'll f- <laughs> he gotta make it, and he gotta leave. Yeah, pretend like nobody's watching. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a five foot seven Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> or five ten or whatever the fuck floats your boat, Bill. Just do it. <laughs> well, I would tell you, man, that you still save some time, bro, because the drive time from here to there is nine hours. I would have rather drove, bro. I would have been less pissed off. I was that, fucking livid, bro. I was livid. I was like... Did they get your bags at least once you got so there? I only took a backpack because oh, okay. the weekend thing. And listen, again, it's Spirit, bro. So I'm not trying to pack a bag. I'm, I'm going to bring it on. And I was waiting. So Spirit lets you do one personal item for free. Yep. And then you have to check in a bag. And my backpack was on the cusp. And I was like, let them say some shit to me. I was telling my wife, I was like, I wish a motherfucker would say something to me in my, my bag not fitting inside the little box thing. I go, we never leaving this motherfucker. Bro, I'll tell you right now. No bag fits in there. <laughs> no, bro. And I go, after you delay me five hours, if you have the nerve to go, sir, can you put your bag in the box? Bro, we never leaving. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> At one point, somebody, the alarms went off inside of the airport. You know, somebody opened like the gate door yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, these motherfuckers jumped. <laughs> I, and I was, and I was, and I was like, I kind of understand right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking hate those guys, bro. Listen, they're bad on a normal time. And I think right now, clearly, they're not treating employees well and they're not able to recruit, much like a lot of companies right now. But you know what? The way I look at it is if you can recruit people to come work for you, then the problem is you. Like at this point in time, Mm -hmm. you should be able to convince people to come work for you. Um, And if you're a company as large as Spirit, I'll I'll bet kind of a discount company like Spirit. um, Listen, that's on you. And and the shitty service that I would normally expect from them because you get what you pay for was like just amplified by 10. I I think what pissed me off even more, and I told my wife is had I known, I didn't know that she was doing that, but I was like, had I known you were doing that, I would have lost my shit too. She paid like 10 bucks, bro, on the flight. So they still charge you for a cup of coffee and a fucking pack of M&Ms. And after she told me this afterwards, and I was like, you did what? (laughs) 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 Bro, and I'm one of these people. Yeah, $10, bro. $10, cup of coffee, bro. About the size of the glass, not even maybe the size of this, yeah, like a regular cup of coffee. and a regular pack of M&Ms, not a jumbo, not a thing. It was ten dollars, bro. Wow, 
after delaying my flight for five hours, you have the nerve. And I heard them going around. I didn't even look at them, like charging people four bucks for a bottle of water and all that. I was like, you have the nerve to charge people four dollars for a bottle of fucking water after you made them sit for five, six hours in a. I mean, those people sleeping on the ground in the airport. And you figure in a situation like that, you can buy back points with with your guests. Yeah, I'm going to give you guys everything. Yeah, right. And I've been on flights that have done that, I'll bet better companies i've been on american airlines flights i've been on delta flights who have gone hey guys uh you know like the normal yeah. service and we, then just, they go, we just ruined your day yep you can pick anything you want off of this service menu it's on the house yada 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 and then i'll do it and i'm like you know what that shit didn't make up for being late but goddamn like it made me feel better about you know because obviously the frustration kicks in of waiting in the airport and all that but it made me feel better um of like okay you're willing to throw in a whatever a wrap you know yeah. Yeah, and I was good. Spirit had the fucking nerve to keep charging people for just dumb shit, bro. I'm like, I told him as I listen, if they pay you to breathe on this flight, say bye to me now, because I'd rather die on this bitch. I don't even want to land on the other side. I was like, <laughs> 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 all right, man. Look, we gonna get off the petty shit. Yeah, yeah. Go right you now. go ahead. You a little more positive. Let me than get. Me today. Let me get the real carbon footprint out here. <laughs> Actually, somebody probably gonna be like, man, fuck them too. Fuck Spirit. <laughs> They'll never be a sponsor. Needless to say. <laughs> <laughs> my carbon footprint this week is going out to tokyo japan um you know obviously they are hosting the the, the 2020 olympics in 2021 um but what they did was they put a spotlight on sustainability for the 2020 olympics with with like their motto being uh be better together for the planet and for the people and so what they did was they tried to do some, some, some sort of small things to sort of reduce their carbon footprint. Um, typically, with something like this, you would have an influx of people and, and you know, that's, that's use of energy and whatever. Obviously, it's to make money, um, but it's, it's, it's probably not good for the planet. Um, but in this case, um, without, with the reduced amount of, of people because they didn't, because, you know, due to COVID, um, they did things like they made their podiums from recycled plastic. Oh, wow. They made the medals. Dude, the medals were crafted from recycled electronics, like recycled cell phones and other small, like laptops. So still silver or bronze, but the medals that were used to make those items. Oh, that's cool. Um, Their beds were made from cardboard, which... That was stupid. Which is stupid because... (laughs) They were trying to prevent people from fucking... Like like none of us ain't ever fuck standing up. <laughs> or it's actually to prevent you threesomes. Can... It could hold you saw all the all the athletes testing it one on one, like if it was two people. No. It would hold up just fine. If it was two people. Yeah. So sorry folks. It, it, not to get too chilled off here, but no, basically they did cardboard boxes because they were trying to deter athletes from having sex because the Olympics are known to be like a big kind of orgy fest between all the athletes. Dude. Which makes sense. It makes absolute sense, yeah. right? You're 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 young. You're at your probably physical peak. Yeah, you're all good looking yeah, because right. again, physically, you're at your peak. Yeah. So it's normally like an orgy fest at the Olympics. So like to the point where they hand out. There's like vending machines full of condoms and lubes yep. and shit like that. It's free. You just get it. Um, but they did the cardboard boxes because of the COVID thing to deter people from having uh, threesomes. So you could do one on one. They were okay with you one on one. It would hold your weight. But if you put two people on the bed, you busting through. You busting through. And it's like, like that's gonna stop these people from having. Oh, sorry guys, I can't take you back to the room because it won't hold you. <laughs> I don't have a floor. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so they also used um, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, ele- electric cars to to maneuver or to take people back and forth from oh, sure. the, the different venues. 
Um, and then some of the venues were made from recycled wood that essentially some of them, they're going to sort of leave up, but then the ones that are made from recycled wood that they're going to be easily sort of broken down. So like even the, uh, the apartments where, where the athletes were staying, like those are going to be apartments. Like those are going to be like apartments there. Yeah. Right. Um, but a lot of these other venues that, that they go, we're not going to build permanent structures because this is not a permanent thing. We're going to be, easily able to break it down that's smart too we talked about a little bit last week is how much these towns spend on things that are useless and they just sit there exactly forever stadiums and arenas yep. and you know all these structures that they can never do anything with again but fucking japan all right yeah so that, that's my those guys are my carbon footprint of the week um have you been watching the games this week man after our discussion last week no man i saw a um i saw some while i was in new orleans uh, we happened to be sitting at bars and stuff and um, a cigar bar and there was games on in the background. I tried to watch a little bit of it. It was like some stupid. Yeah, what, what was that? Bro, it was like mixed triathletes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to walk into oncoming traffic. It was so fucking bad, bro. So, <laughs> it was terrible. It was like, I don't even understand. It was like, obviously the triathletes, like the swimming, the biking, the running, but it was like mixed genders, but also not in order. So, like, what I mean by that is, like, they could go from swimming to biking, back to swimming, then to running, then back to swimming, then to biking. Like, it wasn't normally uh, a normal triathlon is, like, all biking, then you move right. to swimming, then you move to the running, whatever, yep. whatever order. I don't know what the order is. But I think that's actually the order. Is Okay. So, like, they do that. Uh, in this, it was, like, mixed order, and then it was mixed genders. It was almost like a relay. And I was like, how the fuck is this a sport in the Olympics, <laughs> Dude, I saw I saw a couple of things this weekend that 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 I go, why is this in the Olympics? So, so to me, Olympics should be like. So you're still glued in, huh? I'm. So, oh yeah, every day I'm watching something. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, bro. Oh wow. Because man. so so for me, like, I like the gymnastics, I like the swimming, I like the track and field, I like the basketball, um, I like the volleyball, and I would say those are probably my those are probably my top. But because so so my uh. And I think I went to this last week, man. My my Roku has like a little section for the Olympics. Is it the Peacock? Is it is it the Peacock? I think app? I think it's tied to that. Okay. But it, but That's it's not. It but essentially, it's Roku has like sort of its own little selection there, and then it goes, "Hey, like here's the highlights from yesterday." So it's kind of cool. You kind of like shuffle through and go like wrestling, and it's a very condensed version of like a match, or it'll be the swimming, and it just goes right to it. And, it, and, and so it's only a few minutes long each clip. So I'm able to kind of keep track of, of, of what's happening. But then, obviously, I use, you scroll through some stuff and I, and I go, huh, archery. That's a sport? Like, what do they do there? And then I go to it and there's like a really skinny guy and a really fat guy. And they're competing. And there is no athletic ability. I'm, I'm going, these guys are able to go home and go, I was an Olympic athlete and received a medal. Yeah, they should say Olympic participant or Olympic. Yeah, like you should not be, I, I, I thought the Olympics, Olympic like skill like, level. Yeah, like well, in, in that case, like why not chess? Yeah, I think, can't you? I don't, I don't think They're making a push now for all kinds of other shit. They're making a push now for like some of these card games, like Yu-Gi-Oh or like Pokemon <laughs> or some shit. They are, man. <laughs> but if you're going to let archery be there, then. Yeah, so I went, dude, I went down to listen and I was like, yo, like, so like archery, you know, the things that I, that I thought should not be in the Olympics. Archery, shooting. So they have like this like air gun rifles. 
So that's right. It's BB gun. It's not it's even. A, it's like, a BB gun. These guys have on like full like get up. Like they have on these like suits. I guess that a maybe SWAT team suit. I, yeah, almost like that. But it's almost like it. it I believe. Don't don't quote me on this, but I believe it helps them to stay steady. But they're in Isn't that like cheating then though. I would imagine so. Yeah, but it, like again, you're not an athlete, bro. That that's that that's a I skill. I told you last week, nobody none of these motherfuckers were athletes. Bro. Yeah, that's that's not a, you're not an athlete. <laughs> um, equestrian. How are you? The horse is the athlete. The horse is the athlete. Yeah, you got to control the horse. Yeah, so that's so wait. Do they get to bring their own horse, or are they using some other horse? Oh, that's a good question. I'm imagining that they bring their own. They horse. They have to yeah. because you train with that horse. Yeah, but and like you the, said, the horse is the athlete. Do you allow that into the country? I mean, you have that, to. Doesn't, doesn't animal don't animals go through like a whole different protocol? They do, man. But the, the Olympics, do you make a I guess either that or you just send them over there really early? Yeah, yeah. I don't you smuggle in your horse, bro. <laughs> 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 All right, so that one, um, table tennis, ping pong. Oh, like so, no way, bro. No way. Now listen, I will give them credit. It looks cool. They look yeah, they when look they like go on Forrest those long ass rallies. Yeah, yeah they go bro. on Forrest Gump rallies. <laughs> so true. So I think it's interesting to watch that uh, badminton, mm. which is like they play that shit at nursing homes. I'm out. Yeah. Have you seen uh, race walking? Wait, what? So you know how you ever see people somebody somebody like a, a quote unquote power walk? Yes. They have an Olympic event. Wait, you can power walk faster than somebody else power walks. Essentially, how do you how do you differentiate between that and running or a jog? So, the rules around it, and I have to look at this, bro, because I had the same questions. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many, bro. Now I'm I like, got, I got the, fuck? I had the same question. All right. So the rules are, your the the heel of the foot that's going forward must be planted prior to the toe of your trailing foot. Getting getting off the air, so you can't be in the air ever. Okay, but you could run on your heels. I mean, that's oddly uncomfortable. But you could theory. no, you can't. I guess so. Power walking. A foot needs to be on the floor at all times. Ah, okay. So it's not like you know when when you run, you're essentially in the air for milliseconds, yeah, right, yeah, or split yeah. second, whatever it is. Okay, so no time in the air. But this is an Olympic event. Um. Bro, whose job is it to check that? Shit? Oh, so bro, so they have judges, and then oh, both your feet left yeah. for a millisecond of time, and then so if and if you get caught three times, you're disqualified. Oh, <laughs> whose job? Is, who, who did like, so bad professionally that that's their job? Like, <laughs> Can you imagine, bro? What do you do for a living? Well. <laughs> you just kind, tell them kind of a big deal. You tell them you just work work for the Olympic Committee. I'm a referee. That's all you can say. Well, it's sport multiple. Just the important ones, ones at the Olympics. Yeah, handball. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, man, I look at handball and, and, and I go. That no. might be our sport, bro. The cover football trying to get in the Olympics, bro. What's up, dude? It's not the same. You don't think? Have we you get watched into power the... walking? No, I mean power walking. Oh, power this walking might be the shit. Oh, we can get to that. Yeah. I'm saying, I think we can make it happen, bro. Yeah, is there any is there any team shit we could do? I think we can play Batman. I don't know, man. I think you might get shin splints from this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you right. <laughs> I hate it, but you right. I was going to say, don't you got shin splints? I get shin splints real fucking bad, yeah, bro. Yeah, I can't even walk fast nowhere, bro. I, yeah, you're fucked, man. I'm about to get a new partner. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but did you see um, our native our native island of Puerto Rico? Woo! 
Um, Jasmine Camacho Quinn, um, she she ran her ass off uh, the hundred meter hurdle. Um, she beat the 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 American that was sort of like she wasn't the American was wasn't the favorite. And I, I think her name was Harrison. I could get that wrong, um, but Jasmine Camacho Quinn is actually uh, born and raised here in America. She's from like South Carolina. Um, mother was from Puerto Rico, and her father's black. Okay, so she got a little cheat code in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she, um, she wanted to run for her mother's island just to kind of like to 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 honor her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she got the little. I saw. I saw. She. I don't, I don't know if it was new or not, but it was like a different color. She had the 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 Taino, um, the tattoo, the tattoo oh, on, on on the back of her neck. Um, but anyway, so so she goes out, wins it, and wins it by like like it wasn't like a photo finish. Like she, oh, it was yeah, yeah, no, it was convincing. I saw, was, I saw the oh, replay of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, like it wasn't like a, oh, wonder who got this. Like people were still jumping the last hurdle, and she was already across. Like the, I don't know if it was that bad, but the second and third place was the American and and, and a lady from Jamaica. That was more of a photo finish. They had to wait in a few seconds to the kind fact of check that it. She beat a Jamaican in anything running. <laughs> she beat a Jamaican in Ethiopian. I'm buying it. <laughs> now the Ethiopian is only for long distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so there was there was this thing where you know obviously there was there was there was the, the Puerto Rican folks that were super ecstatic, right? It was like right, right, right. as of today. Oh, some it, of the videos were fire. Bro, people in Puerto Rico watching, yeah, they were really like, oh my god, bro. People were going. Listen, Puerto Ricans will watch fucking anything that has a Puerto Rican in it. Like, well, you listen, it could be crocheting, and we'll be out there. And if it <laughs> if it looks like it's coming to a photo type finish, they'll be lit. So it's cool to see like. Those bars in Puerto Rico where they had it on. That's awesome. And people were like, go, go. And when it when you can see her, because like you said, it wasn't exactly a photo finish, kind of pulling away. And mm-hmm. It was becoming obvious, like, as long as this chick doesn't trip doesn't fall, right, right now, she's good. Yep. People went bananas, man, in the clip. That's center. awesome. That's how I heard about it. Like, I saw some clip on social media, and it was like, oh, this bar in PR, and it went crazy. And then, like, I'm like, oh, shit. And then I started seeing, obviously, every Puerto Rican and its mother, like, posting about it. But, yeah. Um, well, you see, I don't know if you saw it. So um, I think it's Gigi Fernandez. She was like the most, she's like the most decorated, I guess, Puerto Rican athlete in the Olympics. Um, but she, she didn't was win a, a gold. She was a tennis player. Yeah. Um, but she tweeted out, and now she's like fifty-seven years old. She's you know she competed in like the Olympics in the nineties. She tweeted out, you know, like, is this chick really Puerto Rican? And, and I'm and I'm I'm. Uh, paraphrasing here but it's like is this chick puerto rican she doesn't really speak spanish like huh and and i went down a little bit on a rabbit hole to see gigi fernandez and see sort of her history and she was a tennis player and she sort of specialized in playing tennis doubles and in the she she performed in the 1992 olympics and 96 olympics and during that time she couldn't find another player in puerto rico that was in the top 240 in the world so she couldn't get a partner there. So guess guess who she played for? She played for the U.S. U.S. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is kind of because a little as bit a of Puerto the Rican, you get to cheat, kind of. You get yeah, to play you do both. Which is kind of weird that it isn't just all America. But well, I guess if they're not a that's state, a whole nother, yeah, it's a whole other conversation. But, yeah. but I was just like, but I was just like, damn, man, like why wouldn't? And I, I think I think she got a lot of backlash, and so her Twitter account had to be shut down, or she or she pulled it off. 
Um, but I was like, damn, man, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you just be happy for this person that that's, that's running for the, for the, for the country and just be happy that, yo, I, I looked on, if you go look at the, the, the Tokyo Olympics website mm-hmm. to look at how many Puerto Rico, how many uh, medals of Puerto Rico has in this Olympics, guess what? Is that the only one? Jasmine is the only one on the page. As a matter of fact, of when, I, when, when I went to it, I thought it was a mistake because I thought the shit was blank. Yeah. And then I and I went to the very top and I was like, oh, there's one line. You don't win a lot, dude. I think Monica Puig won the gold in tennis in, in the last in the last one, the 2016, yes. and she was the first one to win a medal. I think in general, I think the only one maybe in that Olympics, and then the first one in a long time to medal at all. But that was the first gold medal period, I think, for a Puerto Rican. Is that right? I think Monica Puig has the first gold medal ever because Jasmine becomes the second Puerto Rican to ever okay. win a gold medal ever, like in the history, in the hundred and whatever. Actually, no, the Olympics are what, hundreds of years old, right? A couple hundred? Yeah, yeah, but I think Puerto Rico was only recognized after, like in the 40s or 50s, okay, I want to say. Okay, okay, so so 80 years, whatever. So you figure how many games have gone by since then? 30, 25, 30 plus, and two gold medals, Monica Puig, which was the last one, and then Jasmine. Um, I, I, so I get it, man. But I think the 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 IOC sets out these rules, right? Like where you can play for a country if you meet this criteria, and right. she met the criteria to be Puerto Rican. Like, I, I what do they want? Like, did they want her to be a hundred percent Puerto Rican? Like, would it have helped? And that instance, would it have helped if she spoke Spanish, but right. she was only half? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, listen, first of all, most Puerto Ricans don't speak Spanish, <laughs> even right. the ones that live there. We fucked up. Like, the, our Spanish is like the worst of all the Spanish speaking countries. But, like, if you're going to claim J-Lo, bro, you got to claim this chick. <laughs> like, Puerto Ricans will gladly, like, trump out J-Lo or, like, you know, any other pro athlete that's from Puerto Rico will will gladly throw out there, even if it's, like, a, a one-fifth of a Rican in there. We'll be like, oh, you know, so-and-so's Puerto Rican. Like, this seems like a little bit of a hater. Yeah, and because and, and Monica Puig lives in like South Florida, I want to oh, say. She, I think she was probably born in Puerto Rico, and her parents are both Puerto Rican. She's a little more Puerto Rican than 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 I guess than Jasmine. But Monica Puig lives in Miami, trains out of Miami. Think you know, like I don't know, man. Like yeah, I just, I just thought it, I was like, man, like just be like, we got nobody else out there. Like be happy that this person is running for you know for for the only one. Do we even call them a country? I mean, let's be honest. It's a commonwealth. How many people? How many right. people who participate in America could go participate for somebody else? Because every American is a background of something else. Yeah, and and so and the other piece is there's actually in in the United States there's approximately six million Puerto Ricans or at least people of Puerto Rican descent. There's three point two on the island. Three point two million. Yeah, there's more here. Than, there's more here. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's listen. That shit is small. Not enough fit, and we multiply yeah. like roaches, bro. We don't have fit on that bitch, bro. Listen, you flicker the lights we in get, Puerto Rico, it, it we, multiplies by four. <laughs> <laughs> we could all fit, man. I went there a couple years ago, man, for the first time in my life, and there's a there's a lot of grass over there. Mm-hmm. There's, a of, there's a lot of land that's the unused land over there. No, there is, but you know, I mean, it's also. We can have a whole episode on this, man. There's a lot of shit about Puerto Rico right now that needs help. Um, but it is, man, there are proud people. I'm proud to be from there. I love the island. If you have any type of Puerto, because you think about it, like our, your kids are going to have Puerto Rican roots, but they're not 100% Puerto Rican. My kids have Puerto Rican roots, but they're not 100% Puerto Rican. Now, does that deter them from participating in the Olympics in the future under that banner? Because I think the rule is as long as one of your parents is from there or you have citizenship from there or whatever, then you can do the best soccer player in America right now, arguably Christian Pulisic 
what is like American, but I think lived in Germany or however long, which is probably why he's so good at soccer. Cause I want to say he's a military kid, but so he could technically go represent Germany. Cause I want to say he was born there. I don't, I, so I, don't was, quote me on that, but so, so he's a military brat. Yeah. So oh, okay. then that, so like, um, the kid a couple years ago for, for the world baseball tournament who played for, there's a guy who played in the world baseball, um, league who was puerto rican and but then chose to represent america and, and then oh, mold down yes, like yes, there's all these kids that. who have like dual race multiple race it's just like who you want to represent at that point in time um i think if you're if you're if you're gonna be i think if you don't want to counter you want to have an argument about this then change the rule say oh you have to be born there or both parents have to be from there and you have to be born there like whatever you want to make the rule like right. some kind of naturalized citizen rule then fine but that's not the rule the rule right now is you get to represent that country and that's the flag that 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 you're representing while you're there like i i don't know man i it, it just it just i just don't care enough about it and then no. i also go as puerto ricans we're also so proud of people who are like again one-fifth puerto rican or like new yorican but they managed to do something with their life so then we're like oh shit you know that's one of He's us one of us but they never been there or can't speak spanish or whatever like i don't know man i just don't i don't know i, I think anybody who's representing our culture, our race in a, in a, in a way that's kind of positive And that shows other people from that background that, that they too can do something like this. I'm all for man. I don't care if you're one tenth of it. Like you're part of it. Like, because in a few years from now, every kid from America is going to be American quote unquote, right? Like you're not, are you not going to be able to let them represent maybe the, the, the background of their parents? Like, um, I wonder what the rules are, man. Like, yeah, I don't know, because my kids could technically play for three countries, right? I think based on the current rule, my kids could 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 uh, represent Italy. They could represent Jamaica. They could represent Puerto Rico. Um, and then I guess the next generation, so their kids are only going to be able to represent America and wherever their spouses are from or whoever they right. decide to procreate from. From like, I don't know. What do you do with adopted kids who don't know where they're from? Do you only let them go from the country where you have background? Like, I, I just... You would have... Well, yeah, no, I guess yeah, you only I, I do America know. or wherever the birth certificate's from, right? Like, I, I I don't know. But I think if the rule was, hey, she gets to represent Puerto Rico, then you have to honor her as a Puerto Rican, man. Uh, yeah. I, no, man, c- congrats to her. And and her, her brother actually plays linebacker for the Bears. Does he really? Yeah, go Bears, baby. Oh, I didn't know that. Me oh, that's cool. Me neither. Until you... Oh, wow. I, in the, in so, the, in the obviously, race. an athletic family yeah. gets to... Rep- yeah, like, I don't understand why. Who was the fucking salty chick from... Gigi Fernandez. Listen, Gigi, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you retired? Yeah, Gigi washed up and she just salty. Stay off of social media. So she's the most decorated uh uh Olympian. She probably has two medals. <laughs> <laughs> I did not I did not uh, go down and see what how many she had, but if you look her up on Wikipedia or whatever you can see. Listen, I love anybody Puerto Rican. We we love and and we and we embrace shit really hard, but we also hate on shit really hard. And that was the thing, right? And that was the thing, and I, and, I, and I go like, man, like the as, as as proud of a people as as Puerto Ricans are, sometimes they equally hate on things. Yes, you know, we're so part. passionate, man. Just we're, passionate. We're, yeah. we're so passionate. Uh, like you say you went there um, recently. Like we're so we're so passionate, and and it's good and bad. Like um. There's something about the vibe when you go there, when you're around people from your race. At least, like, for me, like, I feel, I don't know. For me, whenever I go to Puerto Rico, I do feel at home there. I I feel kind of accepted. I feel like I belong, even though you could make the argument for me. Like, I was born in Puerto Rico, but I I never went to school there, right? I I moved to America before I was one. Um, 
So are you going to give me the pass to represent America, uh, Puerto Rico just because I was born there, but I was raised here. So what are you, are you worried about the genetics? Are you worried about the upbringing somewhere? Are you worried about the culture influence? Are you like, what is it that would lead her to believe like, oh, she's not really Puerto Rican? Is it, is it the mix? Because, you know. And let me, and let me ask you, so, you know, there's, there's big, uh, Puerto Rican populations um, throughout the U.S., right? So if you talk about some of, some of like the really big ones, one of them is right here in Orlando. Yeah, um, huge. Yeah, and in, in, in New York, right? There's, there's a big Puerto Rican population. Philadelphia is another one. Jersey, another one, yeah. right? And, so, and, and there's, there's, there's others throughout the U.S. How much of the culture is missed by living here in the States in one of those communities versus living on the island? There, there's so there's some but like as long as like you said if, if you're around other puerto ricans you get like the gist of it right um there are some things that are lost um depending on where in the island you're from right like you have like the beach bums you have like kind of like the city dweller folks you you know like so there's different areas of the island that definitely have a different vibe but for the most part, man, I would say if you were categorizing Puerto Ricans and you were like laying out like these characteristics that they have, if you're from those 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 neighborhoods, those communities like in, in Philly or Jersey or New York and all that, you get it, man. There's there's a passion. There's a you know, like uh, like, for example, like people clown Puerto Ricans. I do, too. Like I make fun of us all the time. Like we put our flag on everything. Right. There's a pride there. What people don't know is that up until, you know, less than 60, 70 years ago, it was illegal for Puerto Ricans to display their flags. So that so it came from like this generation of people who were finally allowed to. And then they they put it up everywhere. So they grew up watching their grandparents or great grandparents post their flags, whether it was on a car or on a window sticker or on a whatever. Like people always say, like, hey, you guys are obnoxious, you're gaudy, like you plaster your flag everywhere. Well, go look up the history. There was a time and place where we couldn't do that. And so when we were able to do that, um, we were a lot of us growing up were subjected to 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 uh, uh, like the people that we looked up to who proudly displayed it because they were allowed to at that point in time. And so for us, it just became like a source of pride, a source of, hey, you want to throw it in your face. Like people were like, oh, you don't see people with a, an American flag on their on their uh, rear view mirror or whatever. Right. And it's like, yeah, but there's it came from somewhere. Right. Like Puerto Ricans have this sense of pride because they were finally allowed to kind of display at, at a given point in time. And like, was that around like the nights? Because I know it did. The Spanish-American War, and I know we're kind of going deep into this, but Spanish-American War ended in what, like 1898? No, man, this is actually more recent. No, no, but I'm saying, but then I think in like 1917 was when I think the U.S. kind of recognized them yes, as, I, as sort of like a commonwealth and and they were sort of able to, you know, sort of have their own governor, have their own government yeah. and, and, and operate independently while still being part of the u.s i want to I, I, we need to look up the day we need to do that but i want to say it was much it was within like the 50s to now where we were allowed then to actually like display the flag I really think, yeah it, there's something to do because i remember kind of being ignorant to that fact as a puerto rican kind of making fun of us for always p- plastering the flag on everything like i make fun of people all the time like hey like i, I think i do a bit about it too where i'm like yeah I'm, I'm puerto rican but i don't look good with the jersey made out of the puerto rican flag shit and make fun of that. you always see that shit right but but that that pride comes from somewhere and then like when you go there man there's people who are just like ecstatic to show you where they're from what like you know, like the, 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 just the history, the things they like, the, like we're, we're a very proud people and it could work to our favor and work against us at times. Right. Like, but, um, I, I don't know like what you want this girl to do. 
Yeah, I don't know what the rule is because then what do you make the rule? At some point in time, you're going to run out of people. Like, do you have to be 100% Puerto Rican or 100% whatever that ethnicity is? And then how do you verify that? Like, because, and then where do you stop it? Because if you go, hey, if I go, I don't know, five generations back, am I no longer a Puerto Rican? So are you going to go, hey, you must be second generation forward Puerto Rican or third or fourth right. or whatever, you know, like, like where do you no, stop like, that? Like yeah. you said, whatever the rules are today allowed her to, to do that. Um, obviously it's unfortunate that somebody that was as famous as Gigi Fernandez, right. And uh, sort of a, a historical Olympic figure chose to, to do that or to, to say those things. But, it looked like for the vast majority of the island, they were super happy for her. Dude, Puerto Rican poster child, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony, salsa singer, right? Puerto Ricans yep. fucking love him. Mark Anthony was, grew up in New York. Mark Anthony was originally a freestyle singer. Like, for all you people who grew up in the 70s and 80s, you know, freestyle was the shit. Mark Anthony's first album was freestyle. Listen. Go look that I, shit I used, up. I used to fuck with some freestyle. Listen, yeah. I, gotta go, I do, too. I yeah. got to go back and listen, because I don't, I don't, I've never heard a freestyle album from him. Dude, I do, too, right? Like, I grew up, again, with old school Puerto Ricans, so we listened to a lot of freestyle. Mark Anthony's first album ever was freestyle. Someone told him, hey, man, your voice would work really well for salsa. This dude barely spoke Spanish. And then learn how to, if you ever hear Mark Anthony talks, he talks in English really fucking well. And there's a reason why. It's because he was raised here. You know, like his background, his parents might have been Puerto Rican. Yeah. And and obviously he spent, I, I can't remember if he was born there and then moved really young. But Mark Anthony's a New Yorican, if you want to go by like that definition. Right, right. We don't fucking go like, no, Mark Anthony, sorry, you're not Puerto Rican. <laughs> we embrace that shit because he does big things. And that's what we should do with Jasmine, man. We should embrace Jasmine because she has some Puerto Rican heritage and, and, and we should accept her as one of our own. And right now, she is the only one on the board for this year. Mm-hmm. And will be the only one. <laughs> Unless there's some fucking shrimping uh, I'm, I'm, activity or fucking... I'm pulling for the guy in equestrian. <laughs> <laughs> We're really good at that shit, too, bro. I'm shocked we haven't won. But you know what? We're probably not rich enough to win some of those equestrian events. Is there any equestrian Puerto Ricans in there? We love, we love us some horses, bro. Puerto Ricans love us some horses. We do some Pasofino shit. Some, if you ever go to Puerto Rico, yeah. go to some event. They love cockfighting and Pasofino. Puerto Ricans love them that shit. What is Pasofino? Pasofino is like, it's like this, um, they make these horses take these, uh, ah, fuck man, I'm trying to- Is this like horse fighting? No, bro, not at all. (laughs) It's like horse, think of like horse synchronized swimming on ground. They do these steps. So Pasofino loosely translates to like fine steps. So they do these like stepping things with the horses and they basically walk. You ever seen horses where they do these really quick steps, but they stay in place and shit like that? That's Pasofino basically. Um, So Puerto Ricans love that shit. It's like horse marching. Yes. It's horse marching in place pretty that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's it put that shit in the olympics we'll run that shit well bro. damn it you can go right along with the other shit on here <laughs> listen shout out jasmine yeah Re- that, repping that the- shout out to her after she won she was super proud man she saw, saw some tears and obviously not, not not being able to have her family there um but being able to win it like meant a lot to her so Shout out to her. By, by the way, man, I looked up uh, the ratings of the Olympics, man. Uh, oh, what is remember, it? we were talking about it last week. Yep. So it's about half of what it was in 2016, last Olympics. Yeah. So they're down. And then there's some nights. So they're doing these based on corresponding nights, right? Because certain events obviously draw more than others. So uh, there's some nights where you do the corresponding night in Rio for 2016. It's down like 60% or close to. 60? 6-0? Yes. 
Get so the best night that they've had this year was still down 43% from Rio Olympics 2016. Wow. Yeah, so I, I yeah, and I started thinking about what it was, man. Do you think it's like the the lack of star power? Do you think it dude the the Shikari thing affected? Cuz like would like I know for me, I think I would watch any event with Shikari Richardson in. I I think I would have watched. I here's my thing. I wonder how they're measuring uh the ratings because I find it when I wake up in the morning, I'm getting the 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 high or the the news feed of who won because of the time difference. We're waking up and the events are already finished. Yeah. Early in the morning, I'm watching highlights of what happened, I guess, earlier in the day. But then the uh the local broadcast stations are are posting it you know, in the evening at 8 p.m. Yeah, because if you watch right now, like 10 p.m., it's like live in Tokyo. Like some of the events would be like morning time in Tokyo. Some know? of the stuff, right. But they'll do like, let's say, uh, you know, Simone Biles, who had backed out of the majority of the events, decided to go and do, um, what's the, the, the beam. The beam, yeah. Right? Which which she did it. And it's like, I woke up this morning and it's like, Simone Biles wins bronze in the event. So I go, uh, I don't want to watch. Yeah, it's just at like noon or whatever their time. So it means yeah. it was like 8 p.m. the night before for us or however the difference. Whatever is. the difference yeah. is. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to watch. So And they were and they were broadcasting it at like 8 p.m. that night. And I was like, I don't want to watch it. I, I already know what happened. So some of it is that obviously because Rio is closer in the U.S. for as far as the time difference goes. So they do kind of try to do a... Um, a study for like the the primetime what viewing yeah. versus the you know what and i think this is like based on an overall who watched like what events like a cumulative um study but they're definitely realize that they're struggling and i guess internally dude i didn't realize this nbc paid 7.75 billion dollars back in yeah. 2014 or whatever it was for the rights to to play the olympics through 2032 so they're stuck with this so now they have this dilemma on how do you how do you drum up viewers for the next three Olympics? I'll tell you how you drum it up. Have you seen the, so, you know, NBC owns the whole Peacock? Yeah, yeah. They've been doing a shit ton on there, right? Like, yeah, well, um, you know, it's, it's cool because you can kind of go on there and, like, pick what you want to watch, whatever. Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg. Oh, I've seen their clips. They're fucking great. Dude, it's great. I haven't watched any of the shit, but I've watched the clips that Kevin Hart No, does. you have to watch it. They're, like, 40 minutes long. Matter of fact, he stole our idea for the podcast. Yeah. Have you seen his other shit, the Heart to Heart? No. Oh my god. He does like a uh uh so Peacock gives him the sports broadcast in which he says yeah. he's taking beyond the Olympics okay. with him and Snoop. And then he has a talk show now called Heart to Heart. And it's him sitting down with whatever, some random celebrity, but it's non scripted and they just talk shit and have a glass of wine. Uh, I'm like, you motherfucker, Kevin. <laughs> I want my royalties, Kevin. <laughs> the carbon footprint wants its royalties. <laughs> yeah, no, man, I, I didn't see that. Um I did see women's weightlifting Ugh. and it was and they had the uh a transsexual so she, man who identifies as woman yes how they do she lost <laughs> i was like damn it it should be banned from all future competitions <laughs> it's a fucking shame because i saw the photo of the person on the um on the it looks like a dude it's a dude, bro. But not for nothing. Not for nothing. The other women on there look like men. So, and and they were not like muscular. So these were like it was like the heavyweight division essentially. You know, it's all kilograms. I don't understand that shit. Every time they go, like I was I was working, and my wife's watching it. And she's like, they're lifting 157 kilograms. I'm having to go to Google and like yeah, if I got to put Alexa that shit. That shit. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> fucking translate that shit. Yeah, no, but thank were... you, Eisenhower, you motherfucker. <laughs> Wasn't he the one that put us off? The oh, metric? he was. was I he? don't know. One of these asshole presidents. <laughs> but one of them, man, they would. She was lifting like three hundred and eighty-six pounds overhead. So these are big chicks. Over her head. Over her head. Yeah, that's yeah. not like a chick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh... they are. <laughs> They all identify. The transsexual couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. The transsexual couldn't do it? He couldn't do it. What happened? He lost. But couldn't lift it? No, man. Oh, man. What a disappointment. Disappointment, man. man. I was hoping that she was going to dominate. Embarrassing. <laughs> Embarrassing us men. <laughs> Stay. Bro, can you imagine what they'd have done in the men company? They wouldn't have even made it. That's, maybe no. that's why they went women's. Oh, yeah. Good point. And then and then realize they got to the Olympics and you're fucking competing against like Russian broads on steroids <laughs> who aren't. There was a it was a woman from China that killed it. Oh, get the fuck out of here, bro! That's not a woman. And then she it was funny, man. She brings her. You ever seen a she, big Chinese woman, bro? <laughs> I, did, no, I did the other night. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, after she won, she brings her trainer over. This dude's like half her size. It's Barry Bonds. <laughs> I know. No, it's no, this dude was tiny. <laughs> it's Mark McGuire and shit. <laughs> this dude was tiny. He was tiny. And dude. he's her trainer? I guess. Was man. he also Chinese? Yes. Oh, get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not buying <laughs> so, that. So she All brings right. him up. I was like, is he the boyfriend? Or what is this guy? But it had to be because he was there. Every time she would walk off the stage, he was there to like talk to her and you know, whatever. Bro. It must have been like a trainer. I ain't never seen a big Chinese person in my life. Oh man. One. Chinese person, bro? That's a fucking lie, bro. <laughs> Communist China. It's Jesus, a, in the Olympics, bro. It's an oxymoron. Yeah, dude. Like, they're... No one's getting big eating with sticks, bro. That's why they do that shit. You get so frustrated, like, one quarter of the way in, that you're like, yeah, fuck, fuck it. it. I'm not finishing I had this enough. shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> There's no way. I've never seen... I'm trying to think of... I ain't never even seen a diesel Chinese person, like, ripped. Like, not even... Fuck. Yes, yes, you. I'm have. trying to run through who, bro. I don't know. Jeremy Lin, the most athletic Chinese person we ever seen. <laughs> I know Yao Ming. Jeremy Lin looked like <laughs> a gynecologist. <laughs> Yo, you ever seen the shit that Shaq does where he's like, where he's? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Shaq does this shit. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's when Shaq got into like the Hall of Fame or whatever. He has like a like a speech that he did. Okay. And he talks about Yao Ming, but he's, got, he's, got, he's giving Yao Ming props. Okay. But he goes like, yeah, man, like for a long time, um, you know, Yao Ming, like the, we, we, didn't, we didn't speak. I just play against him, whatever. He always, play, always played me well. And then um, he did like a good play one time. And then Shaq goes like, hey, man, good play. And he goes, thanks, man. And he goes, wait, you speak English? <laughs> This whole team, he was like, I done played against you for four years. I didn't know you spoke And it's the first time he's <laughs> See, Chinese people been sleeping on us this whole time, bro. The whole time. They've been sitting there just like not saying shit. Talk about Ni Hao. There's no, I ain't never seen a diesel Chinese person in my life. Mm. That's impressive. Yeah, man. Who's the, uh, remember the old, um, who's the karate dude that used to be back in the day? Um, Jackie Chan, bro. No, Jet no, Lee? no, no. Nope. Before Bruce that. Bruce Lee? Before that. No, no, no. Before, after, I would say before sorry, Bruce after Bruce Lee. Lee. After Bruce Lee, so not, not Lee. Not Asian. Oh, not Asian. Van Damme? Van Damme. Okay, Van Damme. He's Remember like the, the muscle from Brussels, bro. 
Remember the movie that he had with the against the the, the Asian dude that was big? Yeah, that was Diesel. Yeah, he looked big, but Van Damme was small too, bro. No, that's true. He's like five seven or five six or some shit like that. He just ripped. What you call him? The, the muscles Bru- from Brussels, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> man, Van Damme was from like uh, Brussels. Is from, uh, what the fuck is Brussels? Belgium. Yeah, yeah he was Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, yeah. So he was from there. So he used to call him the muscles from Brussels. I used, bro. I watched an uncomfortable amount of Van Damme movies when I was a kid. <laughs> Same thing with like Steven Seagal movies. Yep. And all, like as a kid, I remember going to theaters watching Steven Seagal movies, and it was titties and everything. And I don't know why I was there, but that's the kind of shit I was taking the theaters to see. <laughs> well, your mom was young too, right? Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't old enough to watch me. <laughs> Bro, I, you know what, man? Good I remember. Thing, good I remember, thing your mom doesn't listen. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> good, good thing she doesn't get it. <laughs> Bro, I remember. <laughs> I made a joke once. It was uh, like about my mom, but not about my mom. But it was something funny, and it got a, it got like a decent laugh. And my mom happened to be in the crowd. I think it was like one of the first times I ever did Santa, but I didn't know she was there. Okay. And I did the thing, and then uh, it probably got one of the biggest laughs of the night. Uh, and I remember seeing my mom. She was livid. <laughs> she's like, "Don't ever talk about me like that again." <laughs> and she's like, and I was mad because people laugh hard as fuck at it. <laughs> Good thing no one knew it was her, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what she was saying that like covering herself, like people knew, but then she yeah. realized, I guess no, you know, obviously nobody knows that she was my mom. But uh, yeah, that shit was funny. Oh, dude. <laughs> speaking of speaking of moms, bro. Did you see this shit on Ice Tea and Coco? Oh man, I, right. I did, bro. I saw the headline. I didn't read into it, but I saw the headline. There wasn't much of a story behind it, so I feel so like I got the gist of it. <laughs> Ice T, former uh, rapper, hip hop artist, um, is married to Coco Austin, and they have a five year old daughter. Mm-hmm. And Coco still breastfeeds her. Now she did in the article. She did say, "Oh yeah, like she eats burgers and fries and all that shit too, right?" But yeah, like. She still gets. She still wants a snack at night, and that's and that's the snack. So I was like, I know at least one person that did that. Um, that that sort of breastfed past the time that at least I thought was normal. And then I look. I sort of went down the rabbit hole, and I looked at, and it was like around the world, the whole. I, I think it's the um, the the World Health Organization that says you should breastfeed for like two years. At least a year, but up to two years. I even think that's too old. But the rest of the world, to breastfeed up to five is not, like, uncommon. Yeah, like, I knew someone, too, who, like... How uh, long? Well, their kid was probably, like, five. Like five? Yeah. yeah, maybe even six. But their kid was... Listen, bro, their kid was having conversations with them during. <laughs> like, like we talking about... They were talking about their day and what they were going to do tomorrow. And that shit was clear as day. And, and we were all it? in that room. Oh, they did it in front of you? Yeah. Oh, so just take it out like that? Yeah. The five-year-old? Yeah, just like, oh, I'm a feeder. And then you're talking about somebody who was like two minutes ago playing on a tablet. Yeah. And who was just fine, who was having a conversation with you. Right. So, and then they're like, oh, wait, I'm I'm going to go eat. And then they sat next to their mama and then they had the shit. And then the worst part about it is they taking breaks in between having a conversation with you like, shit's okay. <laughs> 
Titty are you, out. Do you have it like, yeah, uh, yeah you covering yeah, your Yeah, you don't know where the fuck to look because you look like a pervert no matter what, right? Like, it's like, it's like you look like a pervert if you look. Then you look like a pervert if you're trying hard not, not to, to look. look. And it, it's, yeah, this shit is odd. Do you ever go like, can I try that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a hit. Why is she still on it this long? <laughs> Did that shit just break? My, I think, I think, I think my chair just broke. <laughs> we got a few more. Don't worry about it. Pull up another one. <laughs> oh, Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Bro, I thought you were going, man. Yeah. I, fuck, man. I'm good. It was pretty long. I remember being being visibly uncomfortable with, with that and obviously thinking it's strange. But I, I don't know, man. I'm in this like whatever man if it works for you then fuck it it works for you like shit doesn't hurt me like <laughs> yeah no, no, it's I'm, weird but whatever like it's, yeah like I, I think it's weird but it doesn't it doesn't make it wrong right right i think based on how we grew up and and or what we thought was normal or you know i don't know man like but you know it's funny man it's like we you know we grew up with with parents that that like everybody worked yeah and so you know breastfeeding was probably not something that you could do for a long period of time. No, and I think for a lot of people, it's not. For most people, and at least in the U.S., it's like that. That shit. Do you know how long? You know how often you have to breastfeed someone so that like five years in, you're still producing milk. Is once a day not good? I don't know. I don't know. Bro, maybe I don't know. But listen, bro. I think if I can have a conversation with you, you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, there's a gallon in the fridge. Go do that shit. Like, if I can have a full-blown conversation with you, you're too old, bro. If I could go, hey, what do you want to do tomorrow? And you can answer me concisely, you're too old. Like, I'm out. Yeah. Like if you that, got teeth, that's probably too old. I don't... <laughs> I think definitely at some point it gets it gets sort of weird for me. But I, I also think like, ah, who the fuck am I, right? Also, is there, I don't know, maybe there's a medical upside. I don't know. Is there a medical upside to doing it that long? No, they said that um, that a woman should breastfeed at least two years to avoid certain types of cancers. For then, the woman or the for, baby? For, for the woman. And then and then for the baby, there's obviously, there's some, there's some like nutrients that you get. How do we know that? Yo, you don't breastfeed for this long. You have a high risk of getting this type of cancer. Why? Like it's weird. Is it because it sits there? Like, oh, uh, I don't know. Because if you, you figure like anything else, right? If if it sits there and it doesn't get used, the body just reabsorbs just it, and it's, it or, and it's oh, done. Oh, oh, oh. It, it just stops producing. No, it reabsorbs it and it stops producing. But it, but at some point, you gotta stop that anyway, right? Yeah. Whether you stop it at at a year, six months, a year, or five years, at some point you just stop it, and then the body goes, oh, okay, I don't have to produce anymore. Yeah. You ever try that shit? Breast milk? Yeah, I have. I like it. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't think I would drink like a cup of it. But I have to admit, man, it was kind of tasty. <laughs> Bro, he said I like it. I I um I think I have an indifference towards it. Like it just I'm not a fan of milk in general. Like I don't Bro, like, yeah, but it's not really it's not it's not milk. No, 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 but I'll tell you what I mean. All milk tastes the same to me. You know how people can be like, oh, that's 1% or 2% or whole milk or whatever. No. All milk tastes the same. Yeah? Yeah, bro. All milk tastes the same. So like, I'm about almond milk versus regular milk. That I can tell the difference okay. because I prefer almond milk and I do oat milk. So like, I, so I do almond and oat in anything. Now I rarely drink whole milk yeah. or 2% or 1%. So like skim milk versus whole milk. I wouldn't know the difference, bro. You can give me out of yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't give a fuck about milk, bro. Like it's just, bro, that shit was designed to get a like 200 pound calf to weigh 2,000 pounds. That shit seems unnatural. I just just don't drink it 
Like, why the fuck did suddenly, like, if our mom oh, no, I don't drink it either, drinks but. milk, it's like, it seems weird that we went, oh, yeah, humans, you guys have that shit, too. And when you go, hey, by the way, like, there's an animal that drinks that and only that for a long time, and they make it to, like, 2,000 pounds. That shit's got to be good for you. <laughs> it just seems yeah. bizarre. I have no idea. I think we talked about this before a long time ago, man. I, I don't I don't know who the hell invented, yes. you know, who, who whoever said, oh, man, look at this stuff. It comes out of the cow. Here, try this. Yo, who was, do- yo, bro, bro, what was that guy doing? The first person to discover milk, bro. What were you doing with that cow, bro? I know some. I know some country dudes, man. <laughs> them, getting off to a cow. Them boys got some stories. They just saw bitties dangling. They went, "Ooh, let me squeeze them shit." <laughs> <laughs> and they shot at them, and they were like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! We're on to something." <laughs> it's just strange, bro. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And I'm sure if you gave them to me like side by side, and I did a taste test, maybe I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I can see it now." I just don't have it enough to like to care or pay attention enough to care i do like in coffee i'll do almond milk or oat milk now that's like my jam um but yeah that's that's a that's the extent of the milk for me man i can't do but listen man if you want to breastfeed till you're 25 like fucking yeah, knock who, yourself who out, am man. i to give you a limit knock yourself go out get, bro. go get you a snack yeah go get you a snack yeah that's so weird bro you do you have any liquid snacks people who drink protein shakes People people drink smoothies like a like a like a naked juice or something like that. But is that a snack? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I it guess is, we bro. replace protein drinks with like food. Yeah, I guess. Listen, man, it's not harming anybody. Yeah, not do you think do you? I don't give a fuck. Like I'm like, mm. Kid is happy, I guess. Kid is happy, yeah, you happy, kid's healthy, fucking A, you guys can maybe bond that, bonding time. More bonding time. Y'all yeah. can talk about your day. Yeah. You're not going nowhere. <laughs> Yo, imagine when that kid gets to the point where he's like, "Yo, pump it, <laughs> leave, leave me a bottle." Just leave me bitch. a bottle. Are you yeah. be like, "Are you leaving?" Yeah, <laughs> pump me something. Leave it in the fridge. Leave me something in the fridge. <laughs> that shit does not look cute. It's like clear. I've, you ever had to pump? Fuck no, bro. That shit looks like semen. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually good. It's probably a good, bro. It's probably a good shit, comparison. That shit does not look appetizing. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all, bit. bro. <laughs> I remember when my wife used to used to pump for the for 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 the boys, and um and I remember looking at that milk, going like, man, like, and of course you always just from 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 growing up, you think that milk should be white, yeah, and it's and obviously human milk is this not shit like pulpy lemonade. Why do we call it milk? Oh no, because because it comes from a titty. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yo, why is that a cow? Well, why is that a love? I'm gonna butcher this joke, but there's there's a local comedian here. He has a great bit. Uh, fuck, I want I want to give him props. Uh, Naresh, his name is Naresh. Uh, he has a great joke, which is like all milk comes from titties, and he goes like, "I never seen titties on almonds." <laughs> but his whole bit about milk and like why we call it milk. If it, yeah, what what does classify it as milk? That's a great point. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't. I mean, uh, right? Mammals. All mammals have. Is milk, it anything right? that something excretes? Like, I don't know. No, 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 no. It can't be. I think it's water. Yeah, I don't know. Because all, really all, sure. all mammals have hair and produce milk. Yeah, and we call right? fruit juice. And even though fruit kind of excretes the liquid, right? We don't call it milk from a lemon or. They're not mammals. I don't know, bro. I, I bet you there's a real simple answer to this they to, a, to a, a class in high school that we both skipped that actually tells you the difference between it. <laughs> At least on that day. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to figure this shit out. Speaking of dudes that ain't, that ain't smart, <laughs> these dudes that <laughs> these dudes that went to went to Canada 
on a on an airline, they forged um, COVID tests and COVID vaccine. Oh, bro, I, I figure that's just gonna happen because the card is it's simple, absolute, bro. Oh my god, it's bro. so simple. And do they require the card, or can I take a photo of it? I don't know. But yeah, anyway, it looks easy. If essentially, it's forged forged documents. Photocopy it. But the bad part is, dude, they got fined sixteen k. How did they find out it was forged? <laughs> they all use the I same car. <laughs> <laughs> Were they Canadians at least? Yes, that'd be the dumbest shit. That well, yeah, because Canadians are so nice. They were so so they were they were from there and they I think they came here and then went back. Ah, uh, were they trying to get to like the Stanley Cup? And then on the way back, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, the the article was like really small, but I was like, damn, like why would you like why like what was so important for you down here that you needed to do that? Oh man, imagine they did some or dumb they, shit like go across the river to Detroit and then back. <laughs> and then they got a fine for that. You had to pay sixteen grand to go to Detroit. Ugh. And I think it was like twenty thousand, like oh. Canadian dollars. Mm, that's still. It's like sixteen k. Almost right even. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's not even anymore. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like one point. What is it? One point two. Hey, I gotta look at it. But yeah, that's about right. One one fifth. Jeez, that would suck, man. I always looked at those things. Like I looked at my card, and I went, "What's to stop me from photocopying this shit on cardboard paper?" And yeah, that's true. There's nothing unique or distinct. I just about don't know it. why you would do it. Because you don't want to get the vaccine. Then you want to show that you didn't. So don't get it. Yeah, but then but you where get you, to go but fly. But where you got to go? But then you get to go fly and do whatever. Because this is the problem with now. Like, listen, COVID running and back on us. Like, oh, shit, yeah. That shit is true, coming back man. with a vengeance. So, like, I feel like you're going to have this shit happen more and more. And they went about this so sloppily. Like, they're not. it's not like they're keeping a database of who got vaccinated. So... They're yeah, literally giving you stupid piece, of, bro. I got a piece of paper that a dude wrote on by hand, yes, my name and all I that agree. shit. I have the same shit, and, and I'm gonna assume that's the only thing they got, and that's the only thing that they fed somewhere. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm naive to think that. Maybe they did fill it out on a computer somewhere. But the thing you get, it's literally a piece of paper it's that paper somebody wrote on. Bro, yep. I can I can go on Photoshop right now and literally remake that and print out a shit ton of them and just write on it because yeah. it literally some people put the stickers I saw, but some people literally just fill out the date that you got the shot. And then the date that you got the second yep, shot. Yeah, I think that's a minus. That's all it is. Like, so why wouldn't someone boot like that? Especially if you go and start restricting, like, hey, you can only travel with a negative test or a vaccine. Then people would just make up a vaccine card. Like, but I know, I know here, actually, uh, any place that's really uh, heavily populated, the, the the numbers are going up, yeah. right? There's this whole Delta variant, but it's among or whatever, unvaccinated but. people. Yeah, dude, and I, and but, not for nothing. But there's of uh, there's also the the vaccinated folks are getting it too. The symptoms but they're not showing seem symptoms to be that, yeah seem to be less. But not so. I know a few people who've gotten it. Um, I had what I guess what you would categorize as a super spreader event here at my house for Fourth of July. <laughs> um, everyone in my house who was here for Fourth of July who was not vaccinated got it. Yeah, everyone. So then somebody here, somebody came it. here who was not vaccinated, got it, and then they gave it to everybody else. Right. right. But all of us who were vaccinated, nothing, bro. Not a flinch. Now, I will say the people that got it uh, it was three, four. Three. Were they were they all sort of like anti-vaxxers? Yes. And then they fucked them up bad. So really? I don't know if it was Delta variant or what, but like bad, bad, like wrecked, wrecked. Um, It didn't change. It changed one of their minds or two of their minds. It didn't change one of their minds. Like one of them's like, no, nah, I'm still not getting vaccinated. And well, you figure at that point you don't need to, right? No, you don't need to for like three months, maybe more, but a yeah. minimum of three months. But also, like, dude, I know someone. 
who had just had a family member pass from it, uh, who was about the same age as the people who got it, who are in my house, like early 40s. Right. And they had a family member who passed from it, who got the exact same symptoms my family members had, and they just they just didn't make it. But I had oh, both wow. of my family members, men who got it, who wrecked them, both told me they thought they were dying. And both told me they were kind of like accepting the fact that like, oh, fuck, this is over. Like, this is how it ends kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, man. dude. Like, so it hit them. Dude, what's that, hard, what's that like, man? Yeah, that's not, not that I, Not that I want to know. But. That's gotta suck, but I'm also like, listen, I I get where people stand on the vaccine shit and whatever, and putting shit in your body and blah blah, blah like whatever. But also like the trade off right now is that shit, like and then like you know we were talking a couple weeks ago, like what's that the Chris Rock joke? Like I don't know what the fuck is in Fruit Loops, but I eat that shit. Like yeah. it's the same kind of thing, man. Like uh, and somebody else brought up a good point earlier today. Somebody that we know, man, actually uh, was like, "Listen, Pfizer makes fucking Viagra. Y'all not stopping to take Viagra." And and Viagra didn't didn't that come I don't know come, what's in that shit, and I bet you the uh, half the people don't know who take it, and they take that shit. Just didn't fine. that come about through like it's like heart medication, right? yeah, man. It's, right? like I mean, it's, the, like a, it's a spinoff it's of a, a heart spinoff medication. of a heart med. They just realized like, oh shit, y'all get boners, cool. We're just gonna <laughs> rebrand it. It's probably the same thing, like. <laughs> It's it's weird, man, and and I like I want to go with the hey, like to each their own, like whatever's on you. I don't agree, man, and I keep going back and forth with this. I don't agree with the whole masking up thing again, and I think the reason I don't agree with it is because if you're trying to convince a population of anti-vaxxers that they need to get vaccinated, I think watching a bunch of us in public and we all have masks on, they're gonna go well. Then what's why? the point? What's the point? Right. I think what they needed to do, which wasn't thought out, was figure out a way to identify who's really vaxxed or not. If so, because the people who were vaxxed didn't give a fuck if you were tracing us or tracking us or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, we didn't care. Right. Like the people who were willing to get it are fine. The people who weren't willing to get it were weren't willing to get it for whatever reason, like for whatever medical reason. They didn't trust it. They didn't want the government to track them. Whatever their right. excuse was, like they didn't get it. Right. So you think they should have put a bug on us. They should have did something or some kind of identifier or on an idea or something that literally said, like, if you went into a store or whatever, if you had to show something on a phone or some kind of, like, real identifier that said, like, yes, I'm absolutely vaccinated. I can yep. The problem is we left it up to an honor system, right? You left it up to this whole, like, like all the stores. If you're unvaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Who the fuck is going to go, oh, I'm not vaccinated. I better not wear a mask. Like, you, you're assuming the anti-vaxxers wanted to wear a mask in the first place, which is stupid. None of the anti-vaxxers I know wanted to even wear the mask. Right. So then if we're all wearing masks now, you're not going to convince them to go ahead and get vaccinated because they're going to go, well, hassle, you're in the same boat I'm in. I got to wear a mask everywhere I go, too. So let's just What's do that point? forever. What's, yeah, the, what's point? the point? So like... To me, it's not the answer if you want to get like incentivized. Like I see, mo like I see a lot of companies are willing to pay employees to do it. I see the government's willing to pay you to do it. I see some companies aren't even willing to hire you if you're not willing to do it. And I see people whining about that, and it's like, no, bro, they're a private entity. Like, dude, you don't have to go work for them. You don't have to be this. You don't have to do that. Like, I saw the, the school system now. Like, you know, parents are complaining about people making them do it or not making them do it. You have a choice. Don't send your kid to school. Like, it just. To me, at this point, it's like every every one of us has a choice. Like, if you don't want to send your kid to school, that's not then don't homeschool them or do whatever. Yeah, I think here in um here in Florida, right? Didn't DeSantis? He basically said, "Oh, DeSantis don't give a fuck." Yeah, well, he, he he basically said, if the schools um, make the children wear masks, then he's gonna um, cut some of the funding. He's gonna cut funding, which he threatened to do that with something else about funding as well. Like, really? uh, last year he threatened to cut funding if they. It was something like if they didn't, if they offered like online or something, like they wanted to all be in person or some shit. Like he just goes, 
he doesn't give a fuck. He's just been like the roll the dice, whatever. Listen, and it's worked out for Florida. Our cases aren't worse than anybody else, right? So you can't really criticize. Well, I think if, it depends on which media outlet you watch. But, of, but Absolutely. But I also go. And also who you talk to, right? Because if somebody lost two or three family members, they're going to go, this shit's no joke. Right. If you talk to most of us who haven't lost anyone, but maybe know someone who lost someone like we might go. Yeah. OK. Like, dude, what's the acceptable casualty like uh, uh, number or the other thing that we're not the other thing we're not talking about is the the amount of folks that that got killed by taking the vaccine or that died due to the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Some right. And, and there's been a bunch. There's been there's been several thousand right of i want to say they, they're in that like ten thousand range dude i know someone in a coma right now because they took the vaccine really yep uh, at least of them someone yeah. i used to work with in a coma right now currently um and what they can trace it back to is of the vaccine the first dose wow they never even got the second dose and so obviously those kind of stories aren't really covered now i will also say that out of the, like you know it's let's just say it's ten thousand. it's out of like a hundred million vaccines that have been yeah, given. So the percentage is super, super low. It just depends on, you know, what narrative do you want to, do you want to tell? Well, if you watch, yeah, like you said, depending on which news channel you watch, the world is ending and talk, it's running it back on us and it's coming back with a vengeance. If you watch the other channels, like, Hey, we got into the end. We're at 70%. I know the white house keeps offering more incentives. Like, didn't Biden say he want to give like a hundred dollars to people? Yeah, he was like giving it. away shit. Were, dude, I know the companies right now are giving you a bonus. I think the school system here is giving teachers a bonus to go if get, they it. get it. If they get it, I really? think it's a couple hundred bucks, like two hundred bucks or whatever, which is yeah. like more than a raise. So they're like cracking up because they're like, oh yeah, I'll go get a vaccine. It's more than a raise. Well, yeah, I think something <laughs> like that. It's really ridiculous. And if you don't want to get it, you don't feel comfortable. Like that's on you. But I think we should live in this world now, where then you've made that choice, and then now you're going out into public with people who are and aren't, and who you accept the repercussions of that like this whole idea now that i have to wear masks and everybody else has to wear masks so that i can protect the assholes who didn't mask up like or who didn't vaccinate up like no no, they made that decision like and if they want to wear a mask cool like and i understand that like we want to limit cases and yada 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 so if you're if i'm in certain environments and i have to wear it i'm not going to make a bitch fit about it but i think if you ask me like if i'm going to go out and voluntarily put it on on my own i'm not and it's funny man and i've been to a lot of places now where i'm the only guy not wearing one oh, in some really? instances like and, and like you know i might go to the grocery store and there's an aisle where there's like five people and i'm the one that's not vaccinated and i'm getting like the dirty looks and i'm kind of like no dude like the whole point of getting vaccinated was so that i didn't have to live like this and so that I could participate in this. And now I have to watch out for the assholes who didn't get vaccinated. And granted, there's some who didn't get vaccinated because medically they couldn't. But the vast majority just don't want to do it. And I go, then you've accepted that responsibility that some shit can happen to you. Like, yeah. I'm just not into, like, now I have to give a fuck about your feelings, too, anymore. Like, we've been through that. Like, cool, we did it as, as, a, as a whole. But I feel like the people that are complaining are the ones that have already been vaccinated. Because we're fucking whiny. We don't have anything else to do, bro. Like, everybody who's like, uh, I still work. Like, I see people on Facebook who post shit, like, un, unbothered, unasked, un, like, and who just go, like, I'm choosing to wear a mask because I want to <laughs> care for my It's like, shut the fuck up and go back to watching, like, Grey's Anatomy or whatever the fuck you do. Like, nobody asked you. Like, nobody cares. Go back to work. Yeah, you, like, you don't have, like, you don't have kids. <laughs> go do some shit. Like, these are the people who don't have anything else to do. Like, I just... 
I, I'm just over it at this point because I go, what's the line? Then? What, what are we getting to? Like, what, what are we waiting? Like, we're waiting for this to completely go away? Because it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Shit's around forever. So we either make a decision. We either live in like this forever or you guys can live like that forever or we can all have the freedom to choose whether or not we want to die from the fucking game. Because I do know there's a vast majority of people who've been testing positive who are vaccinated. But, dude, that's still like 80-something percent effective against the Delta variant. That's insanely yeah, high that's still. Good. And I'll take my chances with that. And then if you're someone who has to be cautious because you couldn't get the vaccine for whatever reason, then you shouldn't be out. Or you should take the precautions when you're out. Yep. That's fine. Like, And if you're one that doesn't want to be vaccinated, the, the coronavirus or you know COVID-19 still has a 98% survivability yeah. rate. So I, you know, like I can't argue with that. Yeah, at this point, man, like I'm in this boat of like, do you, bro? Do you, bro? <laughs> like, do you? Like, I don't care if you do it, don't do it. If you want to send your kid to school, send them. If you don't want to send them, send them. Like, I saw this whole movement now to force like the schools to make the kids wear masks, and I'm like, I don't even know where I stand with that because a, like, and they're like, oh, it's affecting kids more. I don't know, but I'm not watching the news and seeing like a billion kids dying from coronavirus every day. Like, I'm like, uh, I, I've had a kid who's had it. I didn't even know they had it till they got them tested. Like, again, obviously I'd feel different if, if, if it was a more serious case, maybe. But I feel like, again, it's just like, do you? Like, we have to go by, I think, what we're all comfortable with. And I'm at the stage now where I'm comfortable with, like, listen, I just want to fucking live. And I'm over this because I've I've done the math of like, OK, what are we waiting for? There's never an end to this. I could you could prolong this in, in, in perpetuity. Like, I'm just not I'm just not into that, man. I, this, at this point, it's like, let's let's keep it moving. If you want to wear a mask, cool. I'm not going to judge you for that. If you don't, I'm not going to judge you for that. Like, like this is just do you like I, it's just fucking pointless at this point, I think, to argue. Yeah, man. How are we doing on time? Whew, we're at hour 26, man. This shit went fast, bro. And I had something Ooh. I was going to touch on. We might have to save for next week. This shit might take us too goddamn long. All right. Well, then save it, man. I'm going to save it, man. All right. Do it. Well, tell them, tell them where they can find Whew. us. Listen, man. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you. Sorry the episode was a little late. You are about to get these back to back. We had a little technical difficulty last week. But if you subscribe to our YouTube at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on YouTube, you probably got the episode before anybody else. So make sure you subscribe to that. At the Carbon Footprint Podcast on Instagram as well, on Facebook. Um, we'll, we'll start hitting up some more social platforms here soon and, and pushing our content. But, um, yeah, we're, we're pretty much on every podcast platform you could think of at the moment. And, uh, yeah, make sure you guys leave us a review on iTunes and on Apple Podcasts, sorry, and, and on Podchaser if you have it. Uh, yeah, we're, awesome. we're everywhere, man. Yeah, guys, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, comments. Just all the love that, that we we've, we've been getting and 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 the downloads have been just going up and I have no idea why I don't know why anybody wants to listen to us but we <laughs> we definitely appreciate it um, love you guys and I guess we'll see you next week see you next week peace peace.